Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast, hosted by yours truly, Scott Howell, and the incomparable Bradley Flowers. For agents, by agents, we're here to share real-life experiences, tips, and insights related to all aspects of both being an insurance agent and running a successful agency. So sit back, turn up the volume, and let's get down to business. Insurance agents from around the world, welcome to the Insurance Guys podcast. My name is Scott Howell, your fearless host, agency owner and insurance evangelist for I Protect Insurance and Financial Services based out of Huntsville, Alabama. And before we get started on today's episode, please help me welcome a six foot three sophomore from Saraland, Alabama. He is a first team All American. Rivals five-star recruit, an excellent insurance agent, and a good friend of mine. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the incomparable Bradley Flowers. How you doing, Bradley? I'm great, Scott. How are you? I'm doing great watching you Snapchat me or you or somebody on uh, on social media right now. That's awesome. Guys, if you are subscribed to our podcast or maybe you're a first-time listener, you could really do us a solid if you would get out and tell some of your insurance agency friends to listen to our podcast, subscribe to our podcast, leave us a comment. And Bradley, I don't know about you, and I, I wish I had their names right now, but it is like rocket fuel to me when we get in emails and texts from people that we don't ha- we don't even know these people, and they talk about how much they enjoy the podcast. It really makes it all worthwhile, and mm-hmm. it, it helps me keep it going. We do this for free. Yep. We don't have a course. Not that, there's, not that there's anything wrong with that. We're not trying to sell anything. The only thing we're trying to get you to subscribe to is the podcast, so it would really mean a lot the way you pay us is to subscribe to your podcast. And we still don't make any money, but we want people to, to subscribe. And that is a beautiful segue into, guys, our mission on this podcast is to do one thing and one thing only. Help insurance agents in any way we can, whether it's in sales, whether it's in your business, hiring, firing, technology, digital media, technology, learning about new technologies. Those are the ways that you can really benefit from this podcast, and that's that's what we want to do here. So please, please, please subscribe, and please tell your friends about it. Now, with that said, I drove four hours down here yesterday. I stayed in Mobile last night. Bradley, let me tell you about what I'm doing, what I got going on, okay? So this morning, I got up at 5 a.m. at 545, I jogged Dolphin Street in downtown Mobile. I didn't jog the whole thing, jogged part of it, stopped about halfway in an empty parking lot and did push-ups, sit-ups, those kinds of things. So, you know, my morning routine typically is I get up about 6.30 every morning. I couldn't sleep this morning because I was so excited about our podcast today. Got up, got out, went for a jog, came back, and there's a story behind this story. So, I love Mobile. I enjoy coming down here and seeing you. Enjoy Deep Fried Studios, I'm I, sure. I do enjoy Deep Fried Studios. That's actually where we're recording this. I do have a bigger picture, 30,000-foot deal I'm doing right now. So in September, I am currently with a with a very, very dear friend of mine planning a trip to Tanzania to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. 
and nineteen. It's not me, is it? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, it's not good. You. So, so <laughs> not nineteen thousand three hundred feet and some change. I have had a lot of change in my life this year, as you know. There's been a lot of things going on in my personal life. I feel like I need a challenge of that magnitude. I think that would be an incredible challenge and something that could really help build my self esteem if I can pull it off and do it. And I realize that's a pretty tall order, but I want to start training for that. If not now in the next month or so, and really start training to do that. The the friend of mine that I'm doing it with, and we, we went to kindergarten together at Gravel Springs Elementary School. And if there's anybody out there listening to this podcast, I would bet my life that they don't know where Gravel Springs Elementary School is because it's in the middle of nowhere and it's not even there anymore. But my friend's name is Steve Dudley. Steve is the head track coach at Mississippi State. And I have been blessed in my life to have a group of friends from high school, middle school, and elementary school. We were able to stay together through that time, and we still get together every July. And the one thing I'm going to tell people that are listening to this podcast, and this is so far off of uh, insurance, guys, if you've got kids, my friends from school that I grew up with are more successful than I am, and I'm very proud of that. I cannot tell you how important it is for your kids to hang out with good people. If you want your kid to be a shithead when they get older, let them hang out with shitheads. If you want your kids to be good people, let them hang out with the kind of people that I grew up with because they're all wildly more successful than I am. I'm probably pretty low on that totem pole. Steve is, uh, as I mentioned, the head track coach at Mississippi State, and he is a Chris Paradiso. He is 24-7. 365, hair on fire, going to go as full speed as he can go all the time. And is one of the reasons, I think he told me yesterday on the phone, we talked on my way down here, I think his men's team is ranked ninth in the country right now. Awesome. He usually has both men's and women's team ranked in the top ten and has uh, had some kids that ran in the last Olympics. He got to go down to, I believe it was Brazil, that they had the last Olympics in. So very proud of him. Obviously somebody that, in terms of pushing me, for that goal is probably because he climbed it before never okay no he hasn't but i think he has kind of the same mentality that i do that he needs a challenge in his life and, and this is certainly pretty tall order so i'm looking forward to that i think that challenge is something i need i've done some things similar to that in my life and i'm about ready for another one so we'll, we'll see how that goes but guys listen got kids in high school elementary school middle school you got to figure out how to get them hanging out with good kids and good families because if you don't they're going to turn out to be a shithead one day i actually know a little bit of, more about kilimanjaro i think than the average person most people don't even know where it is adrian ballinger i think is his name and okay. Corey richards are two climbers and they uh, are super interesting. If you'll follow them on Instagram or Snapchat, well, I have them on the podcast. Somewhere. They uh, climbed Everest mm. and Snapchatted the entire thing. Wow! Everything. Wow! They Snapchatted dead bodies. They wow. Snapchatted when they could barely breathe. And they climbed Kilimanjaro as their training for Everest. So you should check out both those guys. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's it's really and it would actually taught me a lot watching those two guys how to do video, you know, with right. myself or whomever. Right. I will say this yesterday in my conversation with, with Steve and, and, and he was an all American cross country runner. But he was talking about our climb and he said, You know, when we get to seventeen thousand feet and you can only we can only walk two steps every ten minutes and I thought, Wait, wait a minute, we need to back up and discuss that. <laughs> so we're gonna get to a point where we can walk two freaking steps every ten minutes. Yeah, well, you know, it'll be fine. We'll be we'll be okay. But he he is a Chris Paradiso. He is full speed if, throttle down. If you do that, 
and do not document the whole thing somehow, right. whether it's a GoPro on right. your head right. or you get someone to go with you to video it. If you do that and do not document it, we're not going to be friends anymore. And probably never speak again. Yeah, you've yeah. got to do that. The <laughs> insurance guy who climbed Kilimanjaro. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, and I know that's looking at it from a... Uh, from a selfish point of view, right. you've got to do that. Just, well, just for the people. Yeah, you know? a lot of people would find that very interesting. So, guys, today we're going to talk a little bit about something that I want everybody to listen to and then back up and listen to again. Bradley and I had the opportunity last week, and, I, and I'm going to talk a little bit about something here that we've already discussed today offline. But we had the opportunity last week to go up and visit with Chris Paradiso with Paradiso Insurance and Financial Services in Stafford Springs, Connecticut. Really enjoyed that visit. Today, we are going, I am going to, and I think Bradley's going to as well, go over three or four things that we both brought back and are currently implementing in our agencies. And we're doing this so that you guys can hear kind of some of the things that we're going to do from that visit. I will tell you, and I think I mentioned this in my last podcast or our last podcast, guys, you need to get out once a year and you need to go visit another agency. If you're not doing that, then you're wrong, and you need to go do that. There's and the people who visit the agencies, and then there's the people that are wrong. Exactly. That's right. So here's what Bradley and I have talked about today. For our exclusive agents out there, here, here's the problem we run into. We drink the Kool-Aid. And we have both been exclusive agents at one point or another. And, and we, we have both drank the Kool-Aid. And when you are a small... And there's nothing wrong with the Kool-Aid. No, no, the Kool-Aid's great. But you need to develop relationships in the insurance industry, period. In fact, I would encourage you to develop relationships outside of the all-state, state farm, farmers, nationwide, whatever exclusive channel that you represent. Develop those relationships. Go to these agencies and find out what other people are doing to try to help your agency have an open mind Go up there, listen, take notes, really focus on that, and see what you can come back and implement in your agency to make your agency better. Because you're not going to do that if you keep going to lunch with the same two state farm agents that you went to state farm training with in Atlanta, Georgia, and you're not expanding your horizons. You're not you're not learning new things from other people. There are a ton of fantastic independent agents out there. There's a ton of exclusive agents that are fantastic. So you got to do that. There's weird things you've never heard of. I mean, we just got off our last episode was right. with Matt and Zach from GNN Insurance. All they write is homeowners. That's it. They don't do anything else. Nothing. But are super successful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that was one thing that we spoke about at lunch today is right. prepping for this episode, which is really premised around taking action, but also getting to the point to where you learn stuff outside of your little bubble. And, you know, we're, we're in 2018. And pretty much everything works everywhere. You know, I talk right. to a lot of people. They're like, well, I don't think that would work in my town. I mean, come on. Right. You know, and I think that I think it's great to have those relationships with those key players. But at the same time, you know, key players within your organization. But at the same time, you need to recognize that there are awesome, awesome people, even better people outside mm-hmm. of your bubble. And there's there are some people in this industry that are doing awesome things that if you don't get to know, you're going to get left behind. Absolutely. And when they're a a Gary Vaynerchuk or a Grant Cardone and well-known, and you had a chance to to get to know those people and you didn't, exactly. you're going to be wishing you did. And I'm sorry if my microphone goes out because it's sounding like it wants to. If later on in your career, no matter where you are in your career, you need help or you're trying to start a program 
or you're trying to do something in the insurance business. I have very quickly realized, and since we've started this podcast, Bradley, how important having those relationships with individuals within the industry who may have contacts to do something that you're wanting to do, it is very political in that regard. And if all you've ever done is sell one product and you stay in your little hometown and and you're just you grinding it out every day, you know, when you want to, when you need something or you want to expand what you're doing or, or, or maybe you decide you're an exclusive and you want to go independent, boy, I'll tell you what, having those types of relationships with agents outside of your little bubble, as you like to call it, I cannot tell you how valuable that is. And it takes you from maybe taking two or three years to get something done to maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as a salesperson, you want to take time out of the equation. You know, if I'm meeting with someone and trying to sell them a big account, I want to do my best to take the time out of that equation. Right. You know, speed is 1000 times more important than perfection. Absolutely. And so I think it, you know, in terms of knowledge, I mean, there's so much out there. Anything can be learned. Absolutely. Anything, anything you want to know is either in a book somewhere or somebody knows it. Or on Google. You know, right. (laughs) On Google. You're right. You know. You know who the 20th president of the United States was? I have no idea. But Hell, Google I don't does. either, but I can Google that shit. One thing that I've, I've learned since we started this podcast is one of the things I'll ask some of the people that we have on here that I've asked Chris Paradiso and, and Kelly Donahue with Agency Performance Partners, who's two episodes ago, is, uh, which is an episode you need to listen to. Yeah, go back and listen. As a matter of yeah. fact, don't subscribe to the podcast. Just listen to that episode. Yeah, like four times. Is there's tons of companies and services that these people use right. that people use that you have no idea existed that will make you so much better. Things like rocket referrals, right. response IQ, all these services. So one of the things I ask is, okay, tell us what programs you use. Right. Tell me what programs you use because I can find three or four companies that do what this company does, mm-hmm. X company does, X Y Z. It may each one may be a little different, but I can find three or four, but. I want to know which one these people are using because that's taking that time of me mm-hmm. doing that trial and error. I don't try to figure out a better way or do it better. And we were, we were talking about Response IQ, which is if you don't use Response IQ, it's a program that when you go to your website, a little thing pops up, a little widget pops up and says, do you want us to call you right now? You enter exactly. your phone number in and it connects you with that client. And by the and, way, before you continue going, any of the companies that we're about to mention, because I'm going to mention three or four that I'm about to implement into my agency... We are not getting paid by Absolutely now. not. I, I, We'd res- like to. Response but- <laughs> IQ has never called yeah. us. None of these companies have ever called us. And they're and said, in England, and if they heard our accents, they'd probably... Like, wouldn't let us use it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but anyway, you could probably build something similar to Response IQ, right. but why would you want to? Just pay them right. $65 a month and you know do it yourself. So, right, right, right. But just taking that time out of that equation of that yep. trial and error, the, the, the most expensive way to learn how to do something is trial and error. Absolutely. And to that point, every time I'm around you, because you have you have a really good handle on all of that in terms of what apps are out there and technology, every time I'm around Bradley, even if it's for an hour or 30 minutes, he'll throw a, an app out to me that I've never heard of before. And he is one million percent right. You can spend 12 weeks and hire a technology guy and and do all this other stuff, or you can go find an agency that has used a program that is working well for them and shorten that time considerably and not have to make a huge mistake. And so to me, that's an, that's just really, really valuable. So 
that's one of many reasons why I would encourage people to go out and go see an agency that's bigger than you. If you're a $2 million agency or a half a million dollar agency or a $30 million agency, find somebody out there that you that you respect and that you've gotten a good referral from and go see that agency that's just a little past where you are now. I'm going to do the flip side on you. If you're one of these guys that's a big agency and has a lot to give, right. and even if you're you know somebody smaller than we are, still can provide a lot of value because that person may be nimble. Right. And, and you know, it's easier for someone to implement a new management system sure. in a $200,000 agency than it is a $200 million agency. Absolutely. So, but if you're someone that has some value to provide, don't not tell that person because mm. you think they might rip you off or become your competition. <laughs> right. right. You know, we went to see Chris Paradiso in Stafford Springs, Connecticut, which is I had no idea was as so far away from Alabama as it was till we got there. But I honestly think he and he was completely open and honest about him down to things that most people wouldn't want to talk about. Right. And I think he would have done that if we'd have been 10 miles away as well. I agree. I agree. Because I, nobody's going to do it as well as you are. Mm-hmm. But there's no reason not to provide that value to someone and not, you know, be willing to say, hey, come in and I'll teach you a thing or two. So, so with that said, here are three or four things that I'm going to implement in my, my agency after going to that visit. So number one, you've already talked about response IQ. And I want you to tell everybody because you do a better job in understanding and knowing exactly what these are. But basically it's that call now agent bot that you when can you, put on your website. Yeah. So, so on my website, by the time this is out, it, it will be uh, it will be on there. Um, I've already purchased it. I've already got the code to send to my web developer. We just haven't put it on there yet. Bradleyflowersinsurance.com. And, and basically when you go to that website, it's going to pop up in the bottom left corner. And it, it's a picture of me, and it says, would you like us to call you back? We can reach you in 27 seconds, which I think is kind of cool because it's right. this odd number. It's like, damn, that must be accurate. Right, right. They put their number in there. It notifies them at the company, and then they notify you. You press one, it connects you with the customer. Sure. Um, there's another service they offer that you can implement this code on your landing pages if you're doing lead generation. Right. And it's a, it's a kind of an auto connect. So when they enter their information to get that quote, it connects them with someone at Response IQ and Response IQ calls you and says, all right, I'm going to connect you guys, mm-hmm. basically is how I understood it. But it's literally, I scheduled a call with the guy. It was kind of difficult to schedule a call because they are in London. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like three o'clock in the evening sure. there and it was early, early here. But uh, we were in the central time zone and literally in eight minutes, he had my little widget made. It matched my color scheme of my website perfectly. It had right. my face on it, which I loved. And it, and he, he sent me the, the code, which is literally two inches of code. That's it. It's mm-hmm. it's And then you send that to your web developer, you install it yourself. And it's, I think, one of the best things that, that I've done. And I haven't even started using it yet. They send you numbers. They send you analytics. It's just one of those little extra things that if somebody's shopping insurance and like, huh, this person's website is a little is a little different. I right. kind of like this, right, you know. Right, and then right. honestly, when I went to Chris Paradiso's website, that was the first, literally the first thing I noticed was that response IQ, mm-hmm. and I thought it was something they had developed. So number two, and this is going to get a little cloudy right here, guys, because there's a couple of ways we can do this. The thing that I'm talking about is the Facebook chatbot. Now there is a company, and it's probably the way that I'm going to go. Although I'm not, you know, 100% sold on that, but there's a company called. FriendlyAgentBot.com, FriendlyAgentBot.com, and they will create a chatbot for you for Facebook Messenger. That chatbot is fairly extensive in that when somebody gets on there and they click, you know, they'll have like five options of what they want to do. 
they can actually get a quote and that quote, you know, they'll go through the information for three or four pages and fill out their info. And then that information gets sent to your email. Now, the other way to do that, if you don't want to pay $150 a month for friendlyagentbot.com, which I think is about what they, what they charge somewhere in that range. I may be a little off on that. I'm not sure. But you can create a Facebook chat bot. Not the hardest thing in the world we to sh- do. We should and say you can try and create. And, yeah, unless your name is Scott Howell, and then you're probably not going to be able to do it. But I do know that there are people that you can hire to do a Facebook chat bot for you. Now, I don't know what that cost is, but I see that because the ROI from Facebook for insurance agent is the uh, insurance agents is the highest out there. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten two messages today from clients off of uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah, and, and Kelly Kelly from Agency Performance Partners, a couple episodes back, she said a quote. She said, convenience is the only thing that can trump price. Mm, and if, if, so you, if people, you know, if one thing, take a time out of that equation, speed. Right. If, if when people hit you up on Messenger and that bot is having a conversation with right. them for you, that just increases the chances that you're going to close that client. Absolutely. And the Facebook bot is something that, that I've been trying to do, trying to do, trying to do on my own since meeting or before meeting Chris Paradiso. Right. And then when I see that they're doing it, I'm like, yes, we're going to have that conversation because sure. if you're familiar, it's coming on the carrier level. Right, um, right, if, right. If you're an insurance and you don't know what Lemonade is, you need to search Lemonade and try not to be scared. That's just a huge. Down, that's just a huge bot, isn't it? Down. That's all it is. is A huge bot, but it's. You down, it's an app. You download the app, and it asks you all the questions, get a quote, right. and you can buy the insurance right there. Now, I'm not condoning that, but that is coming because what Lemonade wants is they want one of these big carriers to buy them and then right. implement it. That's right, what right. they want. They're, right. a, they're a technology company. They're not an insurance company. Right. So the bots are coming, and if you can implement that on an agency level, mm-hmm. it just makes you that much more nimble and I want to say vicious that much more you know you have that better opportunity to combat those guys exactly so that was number two friendlyagentbot.com I will ask one more question to Bradley related to that and then we're going to go to number three question number two I know you were meeting with someone to discuss doing your own Facebook chat bot I think a day or two ago from that meeting, did you get a warm and fuzzy that y'all could do this on your own, or are you still going back to square one? Uh, we're still at square one. You know, I'm I'm actually got I have a call with Friendly Agent Bot. Okay, uh, tomorrow actually. So by the time this is out, I will have my bot. Um, right. It is is uh, the service that I'm using, which is a service called ManyChat. M A N Y C H A T. It's designed more for so they have it. They have a, the ability for you to uh, comment. So so I can post on Facebook and say. Comment insurance on this to get an insurance quote. Everybody that comments insurance is going to automatically get a message from the mini chat bot. Got you. So that's more what they're for. Whereas mm-hmm. what we're talking about is just someone that's literally messaging you wanting an right. insurance quote. So what ManyChat is really designed for is different than what Friendly mm-hmm. Agent Bot does. I think Friendly Agent Bot does a freaking phenomenal job, and I really like their presence on Facebook right. and Twitter. So we're still kind of in limbo on that. Yeah. But by the time this podcast is out, which is typically about a month before, month later mm-hmm. from when we record this, by the time it's out, we'll be rocking and rolling one way or the other. Yeah, and friend, FriendlyAgentBot.com also redirects back to you your website as well so you yeah. have that that same yeah. chat bot on your website exactly it's got a widget so right. like if so my plan is for me when i go to my web when you go to my website on the left side is going to be response iq on the right side is going to be the chat bot and they can click and they can do whatever right. they want to do right so so that was number two number three and you touched on this earlier too rocket referrals everybody i know is is 
signing up with Rocket Referrals. They have got it going on. It is email and I believe text. Is that right? Or can they just do email? Just, just, just email. It's, well, it's it's sort of like a CRM. <laughs> if you want to get signed up with Rocket Referrals, hit up Nick at Rocket Referrals. Uh, Nick's a great guy. Essentially, what Rocket Referrals is, is it is a customer rewards management right. system is how I would describe it. And we do need to let Johnny list Absolutely. all of these companies at the bottom um, of the page. I use Rocket Referrals. Basically, what I use it for is is when we write a new customer. I, I haven't uploaded my book or anything like that, right. and you can do that. But when we write a new customer, so I have terrible handwriting. Secret. I have terrible handwriting. Awful. I mean, you would think I belong doctor, on you're criminal minds. No, I'm a serial killer. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's serial killer handwriting. And uh, it's it's not great. Ironically, I'm in a building full of artists right now. <laughs> um, we film, record this at Container Yard, which houses Deep Fried Studios. Anyway, I've never sent letters to clients because my handwriting is terrible. And gotcha. I, I've always had my CSRs write them. You can tell the difference. You can look at it if you've never seen my handwriting and say that's not Bradley's handwriting. Right. So. One thing that Rocket Referrals does for me is if we write a new client, I can send them a postcard. It's hand, it's a handwritten postcard, mm-hmm. but I don't have to handwrite it, and it automatically right. goes out to them, and I can say whatever I want to say on that. So that's really, really cool. What it also does, when we write a new client, it sends them a message thanking them for their business. A couple of days later, they get a postcard that says the same thing. And then a few days after that, they get a email asking them to rate us between 1 and 10. Anything 7 and above, it goes to the next page, and it says... Would you leave a testimonial with that? When they leave the testimonial, it then goes to the third page. It says, do you want to post that to Google or Facebook or whatever I prefer? They literally click one button and it posts that to Google. Right. They, don't go, they don't have to go any further. They don't have to retype it, anything. Right. If they don't click to post it to Google, but they left a testimonial, they're going to get another email a few weeks later that says, you left a testimonial. Do you want to post that to Google? Bradley would really appreciate it. Right. And they again... It's already in there. All they have to do is click one button. If they do six and below, it doesn't go anywhere near letting them post a Google review. And it sends me a shout out and it says, hey, Bradley, this person's got an issue. And then ask them what the issue is. So it's sort of a way to kind of gauge, you know, and I'll give you an example of how I used it today. On my way here, we wrote, I wrote a new client. I, I was coming back from meeting a client an hour away. I stopped by the office. We acquired a new client. He was a referral from a good buddy of mine, Austin Tanner. Shout out, Austin. And whoop, whoop. I was able to enter this new client in the system, send the new client a thank you card, and it says who referred him. I click Austin Tanner, put Austin's address down, and then Austin's going to get an automatic card that says, hey, thank you for your referral. If you know anybody else, send them my way. So that's Rocket Referrals in yeah. a nutshell. Explain to our listening audience, because I was having a hard time the other day explaining to somebody the difference between Rocket Referrals and SurveyMonkey. And what, what those two separately do for your agency, because there's a lot of agencies that also use SurveyMonkey, Sur- too. And Chris Paradiso, they use both. Right. SurveyMonkey, Rocket Referrals, I think I thoroughly explained that. If right. I went too fast, shoot me an email. Or, or just email rewind. Nick. Yeah. Just re- rewind. <laughs> um, hit the back 15-second button. But basically, it's a, way to t- it's, a way, it's a way to touch new clients. It's a way to touch new clients. It's a way to... You're essentially pulling either the referral or the good review out of the client right. is what you're doing. They are they you know boast as they're a referral company. Mm-hmm. They generate referrals for you. SurveyMonkey is a platform that you can just create surveys on. Mm-hmm. SurveyMonkey, I don't think, actually sends the surveys out. Sure. So if I want to create a survey with several different questions, and then it gives you a link, and you can send that survey to that client. Right. So right. it's... It really, whereas Rocket Referrals is a technology. I mean, Rocket Referrals, it's got an algorithm that says we need to send this customer, beyond the, the new client onboarding, mm-hmm. we need to send this customer a postcard every year and three it's months. Touches. It's, it's all about yeah. touches. Yeah. And it'll, I mean, I've got it on autopilot where it'll send them emails at different times. Mm-hmm. 
So whereas SurveyMonkey is more, uh, you have to do it yourself. It's not mm-hmm. autonomous. Right. But it is a way if mm-hmm. if you want to do a three, four, five question survey of new clients or existing clients to get some real honest feedback on, I'm ter- and I'm talking about SurveyMonkey right now. It's a way to get some real honest feedback on how Absolutely. your agency performed. Yeah. Absolutely. The way the Rocket Referrals emails are structured, I mean, they've put money behind Mm -hmm. structuring those emails the right way to get people to answer them. The way that they're structured, I've actually been shocked at the number of people that have responded and Mm -hmm. filled it out and actually given me, you know what I mean? Because prior to that, I would just send people, I had a a custom email signature that I would click and it and it had a link mm-hmm. to give me a Google review, and almost nobody did it. But right. with this, almost everybody does. Right. And so it they've cracked the code. It, they've they've cracked the code to really getting the client mm-hmm. to do that. Whereas with SurveyMonkey, I think it takes a lot of time to do a SurveyMonkey email mm-hmm. or SurveyMonkey survey, in my opinion. And I think you you are you can spend a lot of time for little to no result. Mm-hmm. It's rock referrals is one of those things that you don't want to try to do it on your own. Well, guys, listen. We have always said we were going to do whatever we could to provide some value. Now, he and I both could probably list another 10 things on this. Uh, we are not going to today. We want to keep some things in our back pocket to get, kind of give you some some more information at a later date on things that we're implementing right now. But if you want to talk to us about any of this, yeah. we're, we're not, neither one of us boasts as experts, but right. what we do do is we're not afraid to ask the questions sure. and say, hey, what do you guys do for this? Right. And call people out when they don't want to tell us that. Right. So if anybody listening to this wants to reach out to Scott or I and say, hey, what do you guys know about this? Right. What do you think about this program? Sure. What do you, what program would you use for this? Just like you did this morning, Scott asked me a question that said, hey, what kind of program can I use on my phone? What app to put my logo on a picture? And I said, Maldiv, M-O-L-D-I-V, which is a great program for sort of blending photos together. Right. So, Absolutely. Without paying a graphic designer. And you always come up with something like that every time I'm with you. I'll be like, "What? how do I do this? And you're like, oh, just go to this app. But, you know... <laughs> That's my hobby is figuring that kind of stuff out. Right, right. You know, and actually Maldiv, I think that's how you say it. I was actually in new agent school for Alpha Insurance, and I, a guy showed me a picture he made mm. with the logo, and I said, how'd you do that? And I downloaded that app, and it's been right. on my phone ever since. So it's kind of got a cool story behind that. But I just, I love, like, literally the first thing I ask Chris Paradiso's marketing guys, tell me about the programs. That's, yeah. the, that's yeah. what I like to know. I like to figure out. Okay, what's everybody doing to generate this? Sure, and then and then use that essentially, Absolutely. and have that you know in my memory bank in case someone someone asks. And I'm always been the type of person that I'll sit down and tell you exactly what I'm doing because I know number one, I want to help people, but number two, I know that you're probably not going to do it, so I'm not scared. <laughs> I'm not not you, right? But but like my biggest competitor could come sit down and say, okay, tell me the personal branding secrets. Mm-hmm. Or tell me how to win over a loan officer. Or tell me how to, you know, your best closing line. And I'm going to sit there and tell you everything. Number one, because like Gary Vaynerchuk says, build the biggest building in town without tearing somebody else down. Sure. I'm not worried. You know, my success doesn't hinder you from being successful and vice versa. I'm married to my biggest competitor, literally. I'm not worried about the competition. Mm-hmm. And But number two, I know most people aren't going to implement it. You know, if, if, if I sat there and showed someone exactly how my Instagram strategy, my Snapchat strategy, which is not the best in the world, but I get business from it, Mm -hmm. you know, they're going to be like, that just sounds like too much work, and they're not going to do it. That's kind of what the guy that wrote The Wedge, you ever read the book book The Wedge? I have. I have. He says that in the book. Hey, I'm going to give you all all this, because I know 99% of you aren't ever going to do it. So, Not a huge fan of that book, actually. Yeah. I think it's one of those, in theory, it's... It, it was good. a lot. Of, it seemed like a lot of fluff, but mm-hmm. but that is. I mean, that you should read it. You know, it's a good. Interest I, I'm, book. I like practical knowledge. Yeah. Right. Well, guys, listen. Rewards come from action, not discussion. Get your ass out there today and go sell something. 
make some money for your family, go write good business for the insurance agency that you represent, write good business for the company that you represent or companies that you represent. Bradley Flowers, I love you. Thanks, Scott. I uh, have a good week, and I will see you, I guess, next time. And guys, you are listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. Have a great week, and thanks for coming. And see subscribe you. and subscribe. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and somewhere else. Amen. Have a great week. See you guys. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Insurance Guys podcast. If you need to know more about me or you need to get in touch with Scott, you can always reach me at theinsuranceguyonline.com or email me at iprotectins at gmail.com. And if you need to get in touch with Mr. Bradley Flowers, go to bradleyflowersinsurance.com or email him at bradley at sarahlandinsurance.com. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to being with you again real soon on the next episode of the Insurance Guys. Take care.